Shift gears now onto this story. Pharmaceutical retail giant Dischem recently got heavy criticism, which included a brief consumer boycott from some quarters after it announced that it would stop employing and promoting or promoting white South Africans in a bid to boost its transformation agenda. The memo signed by Dischem's CEO, Ivan Saltzman, was seen by others as contravening the Employment Equity Act and Labor Union Solidarity, threatened to take legal action if the directive was not withdrawn by the company. The Hatch Institute, which promotes culture-driven business leadership, has come to the defense of Dischem, saying the company's decision is in fact right and deserves support and not condemnation. The Institute's CEO, Ian Fur, now joining us on the line. Thank you very much for your time with us, uh, Ian. Welcome to The Weekend View. You, you in fact, um, um, agree with the stance taken. Why exactly, in, in particular in light of, of the heavy criticism that, uh, that this camp came under? Hi, Stephen Ziani. Thank you very much for having me. Um, <clears throat> You know, as far as, as the discam thing is concerned, I do believe that what they did was right. I'm not exactly agreeing with the way that um, they actually executed it. Mm. But the reality is is that we do need this change. South Africa is not going to be in the future what it was in the past. And I'm involved in race relations and culture sort of um, work, you know, in the corporate environment. And uh, I've seen all, all the issues around this. And, and it's quite important that we understand that South Africa is one of the most unequal societies in the world. Less than 10% of, of, our, of our population controls more than 80% of our wealth. And of course, if we don't change that, we need to, I think we're going to have some really big problems. Okay, So if we look at the way that I see it, is that many white people in South Africa right now are saying, listen, why don't we forget about our past and just move forward? But unfortunately, this is not reality. It's a bit naive, perhaps, and, and even irresponsible. Mm. Because the people who want to move forward all the time are the ones who are the beneficiaries of our past. And it's, it requires that we have the, the uncomfortable conversations in the workplace now that deal with race relations. As far as I'm concerned, racial polarization and race relations genuinely is one of the biggest challenges that we face in South Africa. And it will continue to be like it as long as our, as long as there's an unequal distribution of wealth in this country. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that what they did was correct. And we do need to face a new reality. Business leaders of today need to face that reality that the future is not what it was in the past and that there will be uh, people coming through. And in in fact, I'm even suggesting that some of of the older white managers start to make way for the young black um, people and and executives to come through. And I know that's Mm -hmm. quite a controversial thing, but, but but, but I do believe that organizations need to support those people who need to make way. They need to help them. They need to assist them. They need to 
to, to make them understand why it's so important. Yeah. They need to commit to that type of things, yeah. How, how could the, the, the CEO of Diskem, Ivan Saltzman, have handled this better? Because certainly the, the memo or the tone so it didn't sound like someone who, who, who is doing this because they, 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 in fact, are happy to be doing or recognize the, the, the importance, right, given the history of, of this country. It almost sounded as though he's doing so or putting this out begrudgingly so. And I think that on its own doesn't set the, the right tone uh, within the organization or, or broadly in society about why, in yeah. fact, uh, this sort of thing is important. How perhaps might he have done this better? If you were coaching him, Ian, what would you have said in, in terms of how you, you put out a message of, of, of this nature and, of course, the, and, and try and manage the impact it's likely to have? Yeah, I think I would have spoken to him about the importance of understanding how we got ourselves into this mess in the first place and that this is an absolute business imperative. It's not a tick box exercise. It's not something we do because of the compliance and that if we don't do it, we're not going to get business from government, et cetera, et cetera. So, so it needs to be you know, properly understood by everybody why it's so important to redress the imbalances of our past. You know, South Africa's history is one of the most unjust and, and inhuman systems in living memory, and 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 people don't fully under, you know, understand the the extent of this problem. So what we do, for example, with our coaching and our race relations workshops, is get people to understand the true history of South Africa, and the extent of the injustice, so that they can then understand why we need to redress these things. A lot of young people, for example, are saying to me, "But why?" Am I to blame? Why am I suffering now? Particularly white young people are saying, why am I suffering mm. um, for, for the sins of my fathers? You know, I wasn't there. I wasn't a perpetrator. And now I'm the, the subject of reverse racism. But it's not reverse racism. And I explained to them, yes, they were not perpetrators, but they were beneficiaries. And they need to understand that. So unless we can create an equal society, where everybody has an opportunity and, and, and has access to the economic wealth of this country, we're not going to have a very bright future here. You know, there's going to be, I think, I think the have-nots, the people that don't have anything in this country are getting tired of this and that yeah. everyone, you know, that the wealth is, is, is all concentrated in a few hands. So the government hasn't been able to make much of a difference, unfortunately. So business has to take responsibility for, for transformation sure. in many respects. Sure. And that, that's what I believe is important. And I, that's why I think that he did that what he did was correct the way that he did it. And maybe his reasoning and, and sure. you know, the logic behind it may not have been correct, but certainly the end result was correct. Ian Fur, CEO of the Hatch Institute on the line there. Let me thank you very much for your time with us this morning here on The Weekend View.